Hey there. So before we get started today, I want to make sure I tell you about my new workshop series. It's called the Mental Groove Workshop Series. I'm going to host it through the spring. And each month, I'm going to host a different workshop to help you start thinking more above par. It's going to be an interactive workshop. There's a live call, Q&A, you have a workbook, there's going to be some follow up. This is not sit back and listen. I want you to get to work and get some results to help you have your best season ever. So tomorrow happens to be the first call. That would be January 13th, 2022. If you can make it great, you can find a link in the description, or you can go to my Instagram account and click on the bio. There'll be a link to sign up and register there. If you can't make any of the calls live, it's not a problem. You will get the replay to listen to over and over again. Tomorrow's workshop is the five steps to build a strong mental game. It's going to be amazing. I'm going to help you get out of your own way, take your range game out to the golf course, play more to your potential, figure out what to do with all those negative thoughts. And I hope to see you there. And I will keep you posted on the other topics coming up. All right, let's get to it. Welcome to Above Par. I'm your host, Kathy Hartwood. I show you how to take more of your talent to the golf course without practicing harder, taking more lessons, or buying new equipment. I show you how to end the frustration of underperforming so you can start playing to your potential. This is where you are going to learn how to think above par so you can play below par. Let's get to it. Well, hello, my golf friends, and welcome back to Above Par. So today is the day after the national championship game, and I have to tell you, I'm very disappointed. (laughs) We're big Alabama fans here. And I was supposed to be at the game. It just ran into everybody was getting COVID between my husband and some friends that were up there. And I got a little bit sick, but I had two girls who ended up making it up there. So they were there for the game. But we are big Alabama fans. Congratulations to the Georgia Bulldogs. They played fantastic, but it's a little gloomy in my house today. (laughs) So anyway, so today I want to talk to you about hacker thoughts. And I know that's a harsh term, but I want to just put it in context. I'm not talking if you're a 40 handicap. We can be a pretty good golfer and call ourselves a hack every once in a while in a derogatory sense because we play less than we are capable of playing. And the problem is, is that if you want to move to the next level of golfer, if you want to up-level your game, if you want to lower your handicap or lower your score, you have to up-level your brain. You cannot take the brain that you have right now that is shooting the scores that you're shooting right now with you. Because what's going to happen is you're going to default back to that brain or that brain is not going to allow you to play to your ability. And I want to talk to you about that today. So let me give you some real world examples. Someone wins the lottery. Let's say they have grown up in poverty and all of a sudden they've got millions of dollars. Their mentality Their set point with their thinking about money is going to have them spend and waste and get rid of all that money over time till they get back to the point where they're more comfortable, where their mindset is, their money set point is. Same thing with weight loss. You can have someone who loses a ton of weight, but if they don't up-level their brain to be able to think like a person who can live and eat at a lower weight, they're going to gain all that weight back. If you Quit a job because you don't like your boss. You can't get along with your boss. You can't get along with employees. So you decide you're going to quit the job to go to a different job right, and start all over. But if you bring that brain with you, you're not going to be able to get along with the people at that place or the job at that place either. right? As a real, real world example in golf, when I was 12, 13 or something like that, I was a 90 shooter. I remember thinking that for me, par was bogey. That was the way kind of I added up my score. I based everything off of bogey because bogey added up to 90. 
right? And so I would think like, well, if I double bogeyed a hole, then I just needed to par a hole and that would balance it back out. I'd be back to even par. <laughs> it worked for a while, but now I wanted to start shooting in the 80s more. And I still had that thinking. I was thinking like a 90s shooter. I was saying to myself that double bogeys are okay, that I can make a couple pars to offset it. So I was very tolerant of making double bogeys. And what would happen is every once in a while, I'd get a score in the 80s, but I would go back and start shooting 90 all over again. It just seemed so hard to break through that number barrier because I was thinking like a 90 shooter. I had a handicap of a 90 shooter. I needed to uplevel my brain to someone who started believing and thinking like as someone who shot in the 80s or where I wanted to go. I wanted to keep moving forward. Now, I got there, but I got there the hard way. I spent seven days a week at the golf course. My dad was a golfer. I went out every morning with him. That's all I did. You know, I started competing nationally when I was 13. Not a big deal now because kids start competing nationally really young. But, you know, back in my day from Buffalo, that was not too many of us. So I was able to practice a lot so that my I had proof and evidence that I could shoot in the 80s a couple more times or more consistently. And then my brain kind of followed and believed behind me. It's the slowest way to do it. Definitely not the fastest way. Because most of you listening don't have that luxury of spending that much time working on your golf game, going out and shooting a bunch, a bunch of scores, experimenting and failing and working on your game until you start seeing the results. And then you start believing and thinking like that person. So this is how you're going to stop thinking like a hacker or thinking about thinking like a handicap that is either above your talent level or keeping you stuck at that score. First, you want to decide what is right now your set point. How do you describe yourself? What's your set point as a golfer? Do you determine it as a handicap? Do you think of it as a score? Do you think it is somebody who finishes second a lot or never wins the club championship or is on the B team or the C team or the D team? Whatever it is, find that set point for you and then decide where you want to be. Do you want to move up from the D level to the C level, the B level? Do you want to lower your handicap by five shots? Do you want to start breaking 90 or 80 or 70 or 100? That's your first step. Decide where you are, how you label yourself, how you describe yourself, and where do you want to be for this 2022 season? Your second step is to find the hacker thoughts. <laughs> That's such a harsh term. Find those hacker thoughts that are keeping you where you are, that they need to shift for you to start being that person or player that you want to be. What does that next level golfer need to start thinking? So for me as a kid, an 80 shooter is not going to think that double bogeys are okay, that just a par, one par is going to wash it away. I had to start thinking that double bogeys weren't okay. I had to stop thinking that just hitting on the green, you can three putt, you make a bogey, which is your par. That's okay. Just chip up and two putt. That's okay. Right? That was like my comfort zone. That felt good and safe. But for me to be an 80s shooter, shooting in the 80s when I was 12 or 13, I needed to up-level th those thoughts. And that's step three. What hacker thought can you up-level to that next person or player that you want to be? So I had to go from, I'm going to hit on the green and three putt to I'm going to hit on the green and two putt, make more pars. I'm going to start making less double bogeys. Those double bogeys are rare. I can chip it up close enough to tap it in to make a par and get up and down. Right, that's the one I think a lot of us settle on is uh, I'll just chip it up like 10 feet, two putt, walk out of here, right? No problem. If your level of expectation is that you're going to chip up to 10 feet, that's your average, right? You're going to have some at 15 feet, you're going to have some at five feet, you're going to average 10 feet. You want to start bringing that target in smaller and closer to that pin. Do you think a tour player thinks just get it up in 10 feet and see if you can two putt? 
you'll be lucky if you one putt just because the odds and the percentages are so low? Of course not. Their zone is very narrow. They're like trying to make it with those chip shots. So whether it's chipping or putting, take it to the next level. What does that version of you need to start thinking? Could be on your driver. Right now, right now you might be like, oh, listen, I'm happy if I hit two balls out of bounds. <laughs> okay, guess what you're going to do? You're going to hit two balls out of bounds. You're going to average two balls out. Some days you're going to hit three balls out of bounds. Right? Start leveling that up. You know, As an 80 shooter, I keep my ball in play most of the time. Start up leveling those thoughts. An 80 shooter can't afford two balls out of bounds. I mean, it can happen, right? but not on average. And this is the other thing that I want to add. If we could handicap your brain, like your thoughts, which we don't have that ability. You don't have the USJ. We can't plug them into a computer and spit out a number. You, you plug your scores into a computer and it spits out a number. That score is a combination of your skill and your mind and your course management. So because, let's say, you're a 15 handicap, doesn't mean you have the brain of a 15 handicapper. Not always. It's possible that you could have the skill of a 5 handicap but you think like a 20 handicap and we plug those scores into the computer, it sticks out and shoots out a 15 handicap, right? You could have more skill than your handicap is revealing because your brain thinks like a higher handicap. Your brain has it up leveled to the level of skill that you have. This is most evident when we can do the things on the range where we can't do it on the golf course. We don't spend the time thinking about why we're holding ourselves back. We just go back to the range and hit more balls. It's the biggest mistake. The opposite is also true. You could be a 30 handicap, but you have a brain like a five handicap. You think good thoughts, you manage your emotions, you're positive on the golf course. Your brain is very clear, you make good decisions, right? And then you end up playing like a 10 handicap, shooting like a 10 handicap. That happened to me when I was playing in a golf tournament, college tournament at University of Georgia. <laughs> Bring up those bulldogs again. This girl I was playing with, I don't know that she went to Georgia. It was just the tournament was in Athens. I've talked to this on a podcast before. She was in my group. I was like, oh my gosh, no problem. I'm going to win this match. She couldn't hit it, but knee high. She rolled the ball further than she carried it. I was like, oh, I don't know how she's going to stop the, the ball on these greens. I was thinking of certain holes. How's she going to carry the water? I was thinking she must be so unhappy <laughs> with how bad she hits the ball. She kicked my butt. She took less skill set than I did, but she managed it with a lower handicap brain and she kicked my butt. It was amazing to watch. She was so positive. She had good course strategy. She knew how to make the most of her talent and her skill. She didn't beat the crap out of herself. Her brain was a lower handicap than her skill set, but she made it work. As we go to the 2022 season, where do you want to go with your golf game? What do you want to shoot? What do you want your handicap to be? What do you want to win or play better in? And start looking for your hacker thoughts. Start looking for those thoughts that are holding you back and keeping you where you are. Can you bring them in to a closer and smaller target and start making them more precise up level on to what would that level golfer that you want to be start thinking? It could be as simple as you want to break 100 and someone who shoots 95 doesn't worry about what other people are thinking, doesn't listen to everybody on the golf course and what the advice that they have to give. Right? Someone who shoots 95 versus 105 isn't worried about the guys on the mower stopping. And I'm going to work on that thought because that's costing me shots. If you're trying to shoot in the mid 80s, it might be as simple as you're a person who gets up and down more often. You get out of the bunker better. You three-putt less often, right? What is your brain allowing or making permissible or okay or its set point that's keeping you stuck where you are right now? All right, my friends, find those hacker thoughts. 2022 is going to be your best season yet. If I can help you in any way, you want to talk to me, 
You can go to kathyhartwood.com chat. I'm happy to have a conversation with you about any of the programs that I can help up-level your thinking so that you can play to your potential. Have a glorious week. I'll talk to you next Wednesday. 